This NFL Props Week 3 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. From now until Tuesday, get 20% off when you use the promo code NFCBEAST. Hey, this is Pac-Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. What's up, bro? Appreciate you, uh, you know, starting the show off with the Pac Man Jones sound drop. Of yeah. course, shout out to Pac Man, the West Virginia Mountaineers, covering Aww. my lock. Sorry, Ryan. It was a, it was an easy play. Uh, Colby's on suspension for doing that. Yeah, the, the, for putting them on the show. For putting them on the show. The fucking clearly the program is in like Fuente fucked this program hard. Yeah. Now here's my issue. Not okay. that this is a college show. No. Let me look at the camera. The people that are currently attending Virginia Tech, we'll we'll, we'll call them alleged fans and students. <laughs> the fuck are you doing leaving that early? I don't give a shit what's going on on the field. You cowards. You c- that Enter is, Sandman plays. That is a sacred song. No, it's not even about that. They stayed for that. That's all yeah. they could stay for. It's the fucking millennials. They got to <laughs> swipe left, swipe left. Fifteen seconds, swipe left. That team sucks. Coach Pry. Uh, he, what did I say when he got hired? What was my one cautionary tale? Oh, I didn't hear any. It was all. I'm getting hot best. now. I got to take this fucking. He's sweatshirt. the best. He's he's a real. There was man. a lot of that. Beautiful man. Great recruiter. <laughs> oh, but, then he shaved his beard. That was worrisome. Uh, it was that. They hired a bunch of recruiters, and what did I? Have, what I've been t- telling Colby the last mm. couple of weeks? Offense looks like shit. Yeah, this Bowen character. Where was he coaching before Pry hired him to, to coach the offense? Great, allegedly a good recruiter. He was coaching the tight ends for Urban Meyer. Red <laughs> fucking flag. Let's move forward. All I'm right. not one to st- to look backwards, but Pac-Man Jones, respect. He's, some, he's he's real. I mean, as is. we the moment that me and Pac-Man had when we discussed that we were both at our schools during the Big East years, he recognized that I'm a real dude and that he's a real dude. So respect. The current uh, rivalry isn't what it was. Sean. Game recognizes game. All right, well, we got a we got you. a jam-packed Friday props show. Uh, we're going to be giving out a ton of props for the Sunday slate. Including nice little uh, sleeper parlays, mm. no house advantage uh, plays. There is a, there's a ton of uh, good picks out there. We're gonna be joined in a second by Moon off the Machine Manji, and then close it out with uh, checking in with our good buddy over uh, over at Promo Guys as well. It is an awesome show, Ryan. It's football. It's Friday. Let's fucking go. While we're going. Head over to WinBet. That's right, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Want to get down that WinBet casino? Open 24 hours a day, 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. 
WinBet live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. If you're in those states and you're not signed up with WinBet already. All right, and can you really call yourself a DGENs only? What are you doing? Get in the game. Stop sitting on the sidelines. SportsCamblingPodcast.com slash WYNNBET so they know we sent you. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Let's be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Bet big, win big with winbet. Let's go, baby. Also brought to you by Fubo TV. That's right. Fubo, college and football. Or sorry, college and pro football, NFL Red Zone. Games in 4K, fraction of the price of cable. Fubo TV, man, uh, love me some Fubo TV. Again, no contract, no commitment. Can cancel at any time. Plus, 15% off your first month and seven days free. All you got to do is go to fubotv.com/sgp. Fubotv.com/sgp. Last but not least, Odds Trader. That's right, Odds Trader is your one-stop shop when it comes to comparing odds from all the major books. Different sign up codes, promos. They got you covered. And again, they have uh, player stats, game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather. Oddstrader.com slash blue wire, ODDS trader.com slash blue wire. Odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. This gentleman joining us on the line, uh, he is just a, a true machine over at SGPN, Mr. Moonoff Manji. You know him from. The propcast, the uh, the newly launched uh, NFL gambling podcast. If you haven't checked that out, what are you waiting for? Does so much, and of course, the ref report. Moonoff, Moonoff, what's happening? Oh, I love a ref report. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? God, glad to be back with you guys. It's already week three, man. This is crazy. I I can't believe it. It's it's gonna go by so fast, but we gotta enjoy the ride. I know. I feel like that's a tradition we have every like once week three or week four starts. Ryan will just be like, can you believe it's already week four? We only have so little amount of games left. What are we doing? I don't remember having so many deliciously gross dogs this early in the <laughs> season. I'm just predicting a bloodbath this Sunday. What about uh what about you, Modoff? How have your NFL plays started off so uh so far? Any big hits, big misses, any any early takeaways from the season? Um Last night hurt a little bit. I know that when I had oh the teaser my. with uh, the under and the Steelers, that that one, that one oh. still sing a little bit. Gentlemen. That I was brutal. Lie. And and God, how does this happen? The Thursday before, I'm on the Chiefs where they're up two scores. Chargers go for it and then get the backdoor touchdown. Now I'm on the opposite side. I'm on the Steelers down two scores. They kick the field goal. Where was this last week? What the fuck? Yeah, last week, unfortunately for me, I was on the on the char- uh, on the Chargers side. But I think there's two things that kind of pissed me off. Number one was Tomlin. I understand kicking the field goal, but then at the same time, I don't. Uh, you're down two possessions. You it's know, fourth and one. I understand if it's fourth and yeah. long, but fourth and one. And even Guys. even at the end of the game with Stefanski, it was what fourth and inches. Man, come on, Jacoby Brissett's been yeah making it all game with ease. Should I just shut the door there? But hey, it's a, it's a, it's, it is what it is. But other than that, man, it's, it's been going pretty good. Player props haven't been doing that well, but I'm here with you guys. Maybe you could guys, we're gonna write the ship. Me, uh, yeah, nudge me in the right direction. But yeah, I, it's been pretty good so far this season. I would, I would say that if if the situation was different, we would be quite angry that the coach wasn't kicking the field goal 
in the spot where you obviously want to kick the field goal. Cause if you recover the onside kick, you're already in hail Mary range, blah, blah, blah. The reason I don't, I didn't like the move is I thought they had some momentum. Yeah. And I thought it was more driving. just like their, their offense. Like I, I am starting to buy into the Matt Canada is a, is a retard. <laughs> uh, excuse my, my uh, use of poor French, but I, I just think that he's now that I'm watching the giants uh, take a step forward with the same crappy players as last year, but, yeah. but just using progressive ideas like motion and route concepts that can just help just a little bit when you need it, when you, you need, need it. to scheme up some easy ways for Trubisky. When, yeah. when you need that play, where is it? That's the one, my, my big takeaway is I don't think either team, as much as I think Brissett is clearly showing everyone he's the best backup quarterback in the NFL. And unfortunately, well, fortunately for us, unfortunately for Browns fans, we're going to get our dream, Sean, which is we are going to get a scenario where Deshaun Watson comes back and makes the team worse. <laughs> we, we are going, I know, to- I know moon off as a Texans fan. You're probably rooting for that. Uh, yes. 100% Brissett, <laughs> well, I, Brissett is the perfect quarterback for this team. He's Baker with uh, less of the fuck you. He's Baker. Baker who's just going to go do his yeah. job. He's Baker. Who's just punching the clock, earning money to feed his kids. Uh, at the end of the day, do we know Percent has kids? I, I take back any negative stuff I've said about Percent because he's he we, last night uh, we did, we don't have to discuss it, but I did have an awfully nice sweat for oh a share it with the people nine way split of the Millie Maker on the showdown lineup. Uh, more or less, you know, shout out to establish the run. I know you don't like promoting other shit, but. I was watching one of their, I was watching their stream and, and they kind of planted the Njoku seed in my head. So I captained him The everything else kind of fell together. I, I went against the, the best roster construction <laughs> and played a three by three. Anyway, De- Deontay Johnson doesn't drop that, uh, that bomb from Mitch Trubisky. The, one of the nice throws that Mitch actually had, I'm splitting a million nine ways. I would have won 111,000 instead, Sean, I won like 200. <laughs> And so it's that's just like, I mean, that's why the, I mean, that can happen obviously in the Sunday slate as well, but it, in particular in the showdown, cause you're, there's a, such a chance of like overlapping lineups and like, daddy, every- we have to go to practice. Hold on. <laughs> just, we're going to have to sweat this one out. And funny enough, the last play was actually a catch by Deontay Johnson, which helped me. Um, unfortunately the fumble and everything as Munaf oh, mentioned, yeah. Completely uh, tore me a new one when it come to the teaser game. That was just that was dangerous. That didn't feel good. Anyway. Brutal. All right, let's get to it. We're gonna give out uh, five of our favorite NFL props for Sunday, and then uh, we'll do some specific ones for sleeper and no house advantage, and of course, Sunday night football first touchdown bets. Uh, oh, we're doing locked this. and loaded. Yes, I can't find. I cannot find one for the Broncos, so I may have to copy. Kramers. Really. I just I don't this Broncos offense is pretty bad, Ryan. Mm. All right, Moonoff, we'll we'll give you uh you got you got first pick. What are you doing? All right. Um I'm gonna start in that Minnesota Vikings and the uh Detroit Lions game. I'm gonna take Amaran St. Brown. I'm gonna take over six and a half receptions for him uh in that game. Look, this guy is on a mission this season, though. We saw the comments that he made post game oh, after man. their week two victory. I'm talking about, you know, the receivers that were drafted before him. I'm looking for you on the sideline, this, that, and the other. <laughs> well, hold on, but pause look, because no, if you didn't see this, this is excellent because it's not like he was looking for a, a guy who is now like a noteworthy guy. It was Deami Brown yes. who, you know, if you're a fantasy guy, you probably have hoped he's been, would be better. But the fact that he's like, 
You like that guy is not doing well in his career, and Amon Ross St. Brown is still like, "Where's that motherfucker?" Where, I'm, I'm looking for receipts, bitch. It's amazing. Like Deami Brown had nothing to do with getting selected over Amon Ross St. Brown, and yet he's in the yeah. crosshairs. I was anyway. trying. I was just doing a quick look to see if there was anyone on the Vikings. I already checked. I that just, was drafted ahead, and then I was Je- Jefferson was the year before. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure he's still, I, dude. The, the I'm on Ross stuff. The guy is legit, oh. he, and he's a fun guy to root for. I mean, you see his dad. Oh <laughs> yeah, you can see where his chip on the shoulder comes. <laughs> I love when he called out Kevin Durant. When's the last time you seen Kevin Durant do a, a calf r- r- rise, Rage. calf lift, calf yeah, lift? Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, Kevin Durant, of course, responded to it on Twitter. He's like, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kevin. bullshit. All right, Kevin. Way to ruin a good joke here. Yeah. Uh, all right, for me, my first player prop. Uh, Carson Wentz over a half interceptions. I'm so shocked. (laughs) I mean, the guy's a INT machine. You know he's going to be pressing. He's already thrown three this year. Uh, Again, he threw two against the Jags. Eagles have uh, gotten off to a good start. Um, You know, obviously Darius Slay had that nice game. Vontae Maddox already had one. So I, I again, I think they're going to turn Carson Wentz over. You can find a fumble prop. I also like that as well. But uh, INT, it's like minus one fifty out there. Although you can you can add it into no house advantage pretty easily as well. So Ooh. Carson Wentz over a half interception. That's easy money. All right. Yeah. So I have props that could I could I could transition from both of you, but I'll, I'll stick with Amaron St. Brown. The the nugget. I mean, he he's been absolutely dominant. We, I I believe we brought it up on the show, like what he's done end of last year into this year. But to, to rehash it, he ha- th- since week twelve of last year, ten catches, touchdown. Eight catches, no touchdown. Eight catches, touchdown. Nine catches, touchdown. Eight catches, touchdown. Eight catches, touchdown. Eight catches, touchdown. Nine catches, two touchdowns. His anytime touchdown is still priced at plus one forty. That that would imply not every like not eight out of nine games. <laughs> I understand this is like a roulette wheel, and it it doesn't work like that, but it does work like that because what do they do when they get around the red zone? They draw up like a stupid ass Cooper Cup type play for him, and Goff just likes throwing to him. So to think in a game that I think everyone projects to be pretty high scoring. Would you say Lions probably going to score three touchdowns? Amon Robert St. Brown is getting one of those touchdowns. Let's let's go. Plus one forty is just a reckless pricing by the book. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, uh, too, too much about Amon Ross. No, Brown. no, I I love the dude. He's he's uh, so fun to. He's sun like, God. He's yeah. Sun I love God. the sun. I love him. <laughs> I mean, some some say we couldn't live without the sun. So we're we're hot, only- hot take, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's, you hear a lot of other shows talking about the moon, how great it is. We're Team We're Sun over pussies. here. What about you, uh, Moon Off Next Prop? What do you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to go over this at Browns and the Texans game. I'm going to fade this Texans defense, uh, especially their rush defense. David Montgomery, over 67 and a half uh, rushing yards. Uh, you know, dating back to last season, we you know, talked about Texans having one of the worst defenses overall. Coming up to this season, week one, rush defense, they allowed 161 to Jonathan Taylor. Last week, Javante Williams went over his rushing yards as well at 75. Um, and both of those running backs average at least five yards per carry. First two weeks, Montgomery's averaging about 16 carries. And despite him not having a great yardage game against the 49ers in that monsoon in week one versus one of the best rush defenses last week against the Packers, 
He racked up 122 yards on the ground, averaging 8.1 yards per carry. Now he gets to go up against one of the worst rush defenses in the league. I think he gets it easy here. It might be another game where he probably gets into the 100 range possible. So maybe if you're a DGen like us, maybe take a look at David Montgomery, 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. Mm. I was I was kind of leaning under on that one, but really? Rudolph laid out a great case. Well, it was just he's a great. D, I, I thought he would be a great DFS play. I think he's going to be incredibly chalky because I think the matchup is pretty nice. Yeah, and I think th- like the volume is there. He's like Herbert's not impacting his workload as much as we thought. Uh, they generally suck at passing the ball. No, all solid points. Uh, for me, I'm going to that Texans uh, Bears game as well. I'm going to take an over though on our boy mm. Nico Collins over 37 and a half receiving yards uh yes. coming off a nine target yes. four catch game for 58 yards. Nice job, Sean. I I uh, I think Davis Mills <laughs> enjoys him as a target. I mean, Munoff, am I crazy? 37 and a half feels a little low for him. Yeah, 100%. I mean, look, it's and Brandon also, Cooks and then it's Nico Collins, right? There's yeah. nobody really else. And also, he's a guy who can get that in one play. Like they they haven't had a yeah. ton of deep shots. But he certainly is their deep threat. Um, you know, four or five catches, he'll easily get to 37 and a half. So I, I like the Nico Collins over, and I think he's kind of an interesting DFS play as well because he's I, pretty cheap. Yeah, and I, I especially love the fact that he's coming off a highly inefficient game. What do you only have three or four catches on the, those on nine, the nine targets? targets yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, Davis Mills double stack loading. Is that what I'm hearing? You get a little, little. Yes, Col- Sean, come on! You bring it back with Cole Komet. It's perfect for your style. Oh, Cole! Co- I mean, your Cole Komet is- has yet to catch a ball. I know it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> they continue to offer us props where Cole Komet is like a useful tight end. All right, so uh, I told you I could have gone either way with the transition. I went to Ma Ross St. Brown with the first one. The second one, I'm going to the Carson Wentz angle. I don't disagree with your take, but I was surprised to see that Jalen Hurts was favored so heavily. Uh, in the passing yard head to head matchup. So I'm going to take Carson Wentz plus 115 to have more passing yards than Jalen Hurts. That it just seems like the price is wrong here. If you want to play the spread, it was 10 and a half yards. Uh yeah, so to me to get plus 115 uh, it seems very cl- like I would make Carson Wentz a heavy favorite to have more passing yards. Uh, because uh, no matter how the game goes, like they could be down in passing. Yeah, no, I, uh, and, and he's so, he's definitely more of a yardage guy than Hurts. I mean, Hurts had that Monday night game, but I think some of that you oh. know was like them playing soft coverage. Yeah, and I do think the Eagles could obviously um could get out to an early lead. Carson Wentz should be like minus one forty, minus one thirty. In even even as a Wentz hater, I, I, he certainly should be the favorite. It's right? kind of correlated to your interception prop. Like yeah, we both think. I think he, he will throw a bunch. Honestly, I didn't look at it, but maybe <laughs> pass attempts is another angle to attack Carson yeah. Wentz in this game. Yeah, he's had forty plus in the first two games. Um, you know, against the Lions and the Jags, he's also thrown for three hundred plus yards in both of those games as well. So <laughs> I, I, I do I like s- that attempts one. I spent uh, over a hundred dollars claiming Carson Wentz. In in a high stakes fantasy league this week, really? Yeah, dude. He's see. I mean, Jameis he, Winston and Matt Ryan were the quarterbacks <laughs> before that. I'm sharing the team. Matt Ryan was not my choice. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, come on. Anyway, all right. Prop three, Muno. Yeah, prop three. Uh, let's go. Let's go to that Ravens uh, and the Dolphin. No, sorry, the uh, Dolphins and the Bills game. Uh, longest completion to a over 35 and a half yards. <laughs> I, I think this is going to be an auto bet for me. And look in week one, the Patriots, 
Tua got it done with a completion. I know it was a lucky play to Jalen Waddle. And I think last season, um, in a shootout, you know, I, I, sorry, in a shootout, I think both Hill and Waddle went over this number, uh, against the Ravens last week. I'm sorry. And if we're thinking if this game is going to have fireworks and there's going to be a lot more, um, offense, I think again, I, I think that, you know, you're going to be able to get one over the top to whether that's Tyree kill or even the speed that both of those guys have. And Jalen Waddle has gone over this number, uh, in both of uh, the starts this season. So I think two getting over 35 and a half yards, as long as completion, Maybe it's not down the field, but even if they use it as a screen or slant play, both of those guys are receivers and Waddle and Hill have that speed to get down to the field. And who knows? The Bills possibly have PTSD from seeing Hill last season uh, where he actually, you know, blitzed them. So I'm going to well, go to it, a over 35 and a half longs completion. Yeah. You, you, you bring up a, a ton of points, but now like the, the final injury report is out. Uh, not good. Cornerback Dane uh, Jackson is out. Uh, yep. Safety Jordan Poyer. It sounds like he's probably not going to make it. Uh, they're also missing. And I didn't. I didn't see this one. Uh, Ed Oliver. He's out. Uh, Gabe Davis. Dawson Knox. Uh, there's Jordan a bunch Phillips of guys. Yeah, Jordan Phillips. Like they're just really banged up and on a short week and in the heat and humidity. And some of this, some of these guys, it's like uh, soft has, tissue stuff, which is going to be really tough on a short week to play in that heat and humidity. Has the number moved? Um, I, I don't know. Cause it was kind of factored in Ed Oliver was on the going to play beat reporters on Thursday or even this morning. We're saying he's going to play. Yeah. He wasn't, when we did the show, he wasn't, no, it has, it's down to five. Okay. So, cause when we did the show, um, yeah, I wasn't thinking of him as uh it wasn't really on my radar because I assumed I was reading the same stuff you were that he was probably going to play. It's not quite cluster injuries. Cause it's, but it's all over the defense. Yeah, It's not like at one particular position, but mo- boy, uh, Tua could be in first place with the AFC East, <laughs> the mighty <laughs> dolphins. My next prop. Give me Boston Scott. Anytime touchdown. <laughs> This is four to one. I mean, Munoff, he had seven touchdowns last year. He already has one this year. Last game against the Commanders, he had two touchdowns. Uh, and well, I'm also watching uh, Handmaid's Tale. And anytime I think of the Washington Commanders, uh, that's what they call their like the culty yeah. leader guys, Commanders. Um, so Boston's got anytime touchdown at four to one. Like, Clearly, it seems like he may even be um, ahead in the depth chart. They won't, I'm sure, say that ahead of Kenny Gainwell. He's getting some like he seems to be the first guy that gets uh, carries at least after uh, Miles Sanders. So anytime touchdown at four to one, and they like him near the goal line. That to me is crazy. I was gonna say I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's close to a 50% goal line carry share with Miles Sanders there. So. I mean, it's Boston Scott, two sport athlete. I, I'm, I haven't been keeping up with his Rocket League career lately, Sean. I'll have to. I'll have to <laughs> I check know in. you always <laughs> like to remind people he he also is a professional at Rocket League. I mean, it's impressive as someone who's also uh, older and tries to play video games sometimes. Like it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to work that controller like like uh, the young kids. All right, uh, prop number three. I don't. I don't quite get this one. He's gone over this both games this year with the new offense again projecting this game to be a bit of a scoring fest Dalvin Cook I love I love Dalvin Cook to have a massive game this week his reception or receiving yards prop is only 17 and a half like mm-hmm. I said he's gone over this both times this year the way the Lions offense has looked uh, specifically against running backs has not been very good and 
I just Dalvin Cook versus this linebacking core. This is a couple catches Max needed. He won't need to go over his two and a half catch prop. Yeah, and he's coming off a bad game against uh, the Eagles, so yeah, it makes sense. He's he's prime for a bounce back. I've been slotting well, and it's at home. I've been slotting him into some DFS lineups. I I, I wonder if he'll be a, a slightly less popular, awesome running back option. Oh, because he was so bad. Yeah, and 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 I think everyone, Justin Jefferson also a down game. So I think the instinct would be to play Justin Jefferson. So the the Cook ownership might not be that high. I mean, we haven't seen we haven't had our Cook. Massive game yet this. Oh, season. he's he, yeah. At, at he'll home. he'll he'll bust one off and and get two touchdowns. So, yeah, couple. but yeah. even in his bad games, he's gone over seventeen and a half receiving yards. So yeah, I like it. Moonoff, what do you got? Uh, you just mentioned his name there, Justin Jefferson, over his ninety-seven and a half receiving yards. You know, <laughs> last week, prime time, Kirk Cousins. We know what the story is there. So Justin Jefferson, <laughs> because of that, didn't have a great game. But now you're back at home in Minnesota. 1 p.m. Eastern start, right where Kirk Cousins is comfortable. I think this is going to be a big game for Justin Jefferson. Last season, or sorry, in his uh, career against the Detroit Lions, four career games, he's had three games where he's had at least 120 or more receiving yards against the Lions, and they gave up 155 to you know Sean's AJ Brown there uh, in Week One last week against the Commanders. They had two different guys that had uh, close to 80 yards. I know they didn't get over that number of 97 and a half, but uh, Justin, I think this is going to be a game where Justin Jefferson has one of those 122 touchdown type of games here. So um, I think we'll see yes, a big points points in this game. Justin Jefferson over 97 and a half receiving yards for me. 38-21 final score though. Which one? Minnesota, Detroit. That's my final score prediction. Vikings roll. Wait, 38 said, 21. Oh, 38 21. Okay. I, I was in my head, it was 31 28. Mm, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to really build a case against him uh, for sure. I'm going Aaron Rodgers under 22 and a half completions. Has not gone over this number yet so far this season. I think they're going to try and run the ball a bunch with Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. I don't think they're going to have a ton of luck. I I think the the Bucks defense is going to get the best of them. This total for an Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady game is forty one yeah. and a half, which crazy. is crazy crazy low. I just don't think they're going to get a uh, a ton of possessions, a ton of attempts, and he still seems relatively out of sync with the pass catchers. Like no, maybe no. he gets this with some easy running back stuff, but uh, he's normally not a big attempt. Uh, they don't they don't attempt a ton, so I'm going under. 22 and a half, I think is a pretty generous number. Yeah. I mean, you get screwed if Aaron Jones has like eight catches, maybe, maybe, but then like <laughs> who, where are the other 15 catches from? It's t- like there's, they just aren't passing a ton enough. Have we ever had a game move this many points on the total without weather at all? No, this, I mean, you kind of look at the injury report for both of these teams. It's absolutely crazy about how many skill position players are going to be missing in this game. Um, and I think another thing, Sean, that they may have some success running. I know Akeem Hicks is going to be out for the Detroit, sorry, for uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, rush defense there. Yeah, um, that is big. You're right. Stanley Watkins has also already been ruled out for the Packers. So I think that, yeah, they may have some success in the ground game where, which will limit, you know, getting completions for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and it looks like is is Julio out on the other side? Julio, I think this is a game time decision. Also, he was a limited participant today in practice, which that's yeah. usually a good sign. Uh, so it sounds like Julio uh, and uh, Russell Gage are both questionable. It sounds like Russell Gage better chance to to be on the field than Julio. 
So Perryman, it sounds like uh, Beasley could get some. Is Beasley going to play? Because if he Did is, you, I'm definitely playing. Todd a, Bowles says uh, that he's very comfortable with the offense and he could play. Maybe snaps. Scotty Miller in your DFS yeah. lineups. I mean, he's only uh, yeah, I mean, guy. if you just <laughs> this is a imagine, imagine like the grossest <laughs> Millie maker of all time, where it's like. Scotty Miller, Cole Beasley with like an Aaron Jones bring back. See, I would go Aaron. I, I might stack Aaron Jones and Fournette. Like, don't overthink it. Fournette might have mm-hmm. 10 catches in this game. Like, that might be where it goes. Or maybe this is the introduction of Rashad White to the world. It's yeah. also true. Uh, He's due. Um, right. who, whose turn was it? Kramer? Did I, you go? I, uh, this is my fourth. Okay. So I'm surprised you haven't gotten to this one, Sean. This mm. is this would be a Sean special. I'm doing it over, and I'm doing it with rushing attempts. James Robinson, what would you guess his rushing attempts prop is set at in a game where now we're, we're it seems like Herbert is at least very very questionable. Well, again, I since you're asking, I know it's going to be way lower than yeah, I would think. Still guess. I would say, you know, just as a guy who knows Doug P, yeah. um, and knows what kind of what he wants to do on offense, James Robinson's going to get. 16, 17 rushing. I, I, I would, I thought 16 was the right number. 15 and a half. Sure. It's 11 and a half. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, he only got 11 the first game, but it, it, it became clear. I think that they'd want to use him a tongue. I, I think a, that's how you have to attack this defense. Yeah. B this is how you have to hope to play a low scoring. Now you're getting chased. You might get getting chased Daniel. You might add like this, this prop is still available. So I, I think betting this with the idea that Herbert could be out, it almost certainly locks it in. Either way, you want to limit how much that Chargers offense has the ball. Uh, you're on the Let's road. Go. I mean, uh, and his last time he uh last time he faced the Chargers, again, 2020, but he had pretty good game. 22 carries, 119 yards, and one touchdown. So James Robinson. He must be feeling all right. They gave him how many carries last week, Sean? 23. 20, 23. So I think that first game they were easing him back, but uh, it just feels like the number. They clearly they, like it more than ETN. Like whoever, whatever computer, like software guy is supposed to check these numbers because <laughs> the averages aren't working out yeah. here. Someone's getting fired. He had his 11, finger on the button. <laughs> 11 and a half over rushing attempts. Moonoff, what do you got? All right. Uh, for my last one, I am going to go to. I'm going to go with the uh, Rams tight end, Tyler Higby, over 44 and a half receiving yards. Um, you know, a lot of the attention does go to Cooper cup for obviously the right uh, reasons, just because he's just a cheat code. Uh, but at the same time, I think that opens up opportunities for other guys like Higby. And I'm honestly really just fading the Cardinals defense against the tight end position week one, Travis Kelsey, hundred plus yards last week, Darren Waller had 50 and then even Foster Moreau had even 30 for this team. Higby has been getting the targets from Stafford as well. First two weeks, Higby is Higby is second in targets with 20 trailing only Cooper cup with 29. He's had at least five receptions in each of the first two weeks. Do you play either over the receptions of four and a half or the yardage here, but I'm going to go with the yardage just because the Cardinals uh, secondary is just atrocious. So Tyler Higby over 44 and a half receiving yards for me. We never even really got down this narrative, but Stafford not only came into town and took, took over uh, Jared Goff's house. Took his his side bitch too. Remember how Higby was Goff's BFF? <laughs> they were they were close. Higby's the clear number two in this offense, right? Yeah, now. I mean, and tar- target share. I mean, I think he's north of twenty targets on the season. It's odd. It's a strange. Again, the Rams look different this year, but I like that play. I have. I'm noting down all these props, and I, last weekend I had too many. Back <laughs> to it. Too many. Uh, I'm going. 
This again, super chalky, but I think it's a volume play, and I think he gets there. Christian McCaffrey over fifty-eight and a half rushing yards. I mean, that to me is pretty low. Coming off a fifteen one hundred two game, I think he's going to get another fifteen carries. I think it's relatively easy for him to get sixty rushing yards. And again, Matt Rule, you you want to take the ball out of Baker's hands? You had good luck getting, uh, you know, I don't know why he only got ten carries the first game. Uh, against Cleveland, but he had 15 for 102 against the Giants. Can I can I offer you a upgrade to your prop? I would maybe suggest playing the receiving, like the the overall yards, total yards. Well, here here's what I would say because I went down the same path and my journey came to a a, a junction where I I actually learned that they do a pretty good job stopping him rushing the ball. They don't do a good job stopping him through the air. All right, you want so I should switch it to receiving yards. You're saying, Ryan, what's his receiving yards prop? Thirty-eight and a half, at least the All one right. that I'm going to give out later on our sleeper parlay. <laughs> and he's only gone under that twice ever in the uh, seven games, and and over the last three, sixty-five, seventy-two, and sixty-nine. I I think like they're at, they clearly need him. In the receiving game, and so hopefully Macadoodle makes an emphasis there because I do worry. Like the Rams still or the Saints still do stop the run pretty well. Yeah, although Fournette got like sixty-five yards so on twenty-four carries or something like that. Yeah. All right. I'll 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 you talked me into it. I'll I'll go receiving yards. What's your last one, Ryan? Joe Burrow minus a half touchdown pass versus Joe Flacco. Minus one twenty. Really? Yes. Wow. I really went deep into the the mine this this week because, uh, again, flat. I, I, there were a couple notes I had. Fade Flacco coming off that game, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and, and yeah. so I, I I think you know I think there there's certainly a lot of smart smart money and smart people betting the Bengals this week. I think a lot of people say like it's a back against the wall. They're a good team, and we're also selling the Jets at a high point coming off a ridiculous comeback win. Specifically, Flacco padding his stats on that 84-yard blown coverage to Corey Davis. <laughs> so yeah, I love this one. Th- this this feels like candy from a baby type stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, again, the Bengals are super super desperate. I I, I mean, just think about it. If you were going back it, before the season, and you were looking at that, you know, teams who are winless facing a team <laughs> that has a win in week three in the ATS, and if you told yourself like, hey. There's going to be a scenario where one of these two teams are winless. What would the price be that it was the Bengals and not the Jets? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, even uh, the the Jets probably should be winless if you believe in statistical modeling. What what happened in Cleveland was an insane anomaly. Uh, Moonoff, did you wait? Did you give out your fifth? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we have, we've all given. Yeah, out five. I think we all give out five. All right, now we're going to give out a bonus one that you can get mm. over on NoHouseAdvantage.com. Sign up over at nohasadvantage.com. Use the promo code SGPN. Get yourself a uh, first deposit match up to $25. Nohouseadvantage.com, promo code SGPN. Get that uh, first deposit match up to $25. Again, another very chalky play, but Travis Kelsey over 80 and a half receiving yards. This Colts defense has been really bad against the tight end. Um, and also Travis Kelsey is coming off kind of a, a down game for him. You're in a dome with Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes again, going up against Gus Bradley's defense, 17 touchdowns, only two picks. I, I, I just don't see how the Colts can guard Travis Kelsey right now. Uh, 
Kelsey. I mean, and he's also coming off a down game. So. Yeah, no, uh, that's the thing too. Like, there's, it, it's really tough to build a case for his under. Uh, and by the way, uh, shout out to no. I I've been playing some of these no house advantage. The you basically you're just picking a bunch of prop. You're giving you're assigning confidence points to props yes. in a DFS lineup. You can also just play props. But the 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 D, the DFS style is fun. No, I'm like I've been adding as we've been doing the segment. <laughs> built I've up. also been adding the ones that you guys have been giving uh, out, and then you again. So it's like the prop you feel the best about, you make it your ten point prop. The yeah. prop you feel you know okay about is worth three points. Uh, this is going to be fun. So hopefully some of the other SGPN guys uh, get in it because I think this is. Again, well, if you listen to our shows, this is right up your alley. And if I'm not mistaken, we've had uh, at least the ones that I've joined. There's been a couple with some overlays, i.e., they haven't come close to filling. <laughs> and there's a little bit of a guarantee in there. So, all right, my no house advantage prop. I, they're they're a little. They've been a little off market on some stuff too. So if you're if you're mm. uh, worth, if you're gonna dig around, you can find some stuff. Steph Diggs under seven and a half catches. Ooh. Come on, he's going against Xavier Howard. This is a tough matchup. I almost certainly think the priority is to take him away. And we saw this a lot last year. Diggs didn't have a ton of complete show out games. So in a game that, you know, would I, do I mind uh, once again, being contrarian and going against the bills and hoping for a lower scoring game? Yeah. And I, I think even if they do have kind of a, a big boom game, eight catches is a lot for Diggs. So yeah. Yeah, no, he's probably a more like uh, Davis should be back. Lot. It sounds like too. Oh, it does. I because I just thought I read he was out. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll double check that. Moonoff, what do you got? What's a what's a no house advantage player prop you like for Sunday? I love Miles Sanders uh, on Sunday against Washington to get over his uh, rushing yards of sixty four and a half. Washington's rush defense has been atrocious to say the least. They're last in the league in a yards per rush attempt allowed at seven and a half. They're 28th, I believe, in rushing <laughs> yards good. allowed. Um, and then Miles Sanders this season, um, so far, at least in the two weeks, he's had he's getting the rush attempts, right? He had 13 in week one, he had 17 last week against the Minnesota Vikings. He got over this number easily. He had 80 last week and then 96 in week one against the Lions. So I think this number is wrong. I think it should be a lot higher than it is. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, and then last season, I'm sorry, I wanted to mention against the commanders, uh, Miles Sanders. 131 rushing yards uh, and on 18 attempts. So I think this 64 and a half number is a little conservative here. So I'm going to go with that. Let's go. Let's go. What's baby. next? What do we got? Uh, then we're going to uh, head over to sleeper for our Sunday night parlay. Mm-hmm. Again, sleeper.com slash SGP. You join our group chat. You, you see people putting in contests, the ones we give out here on the show, or just uh, some of the other fellow listeners other hosts of SGPN, you can just copy one button sleeper.com slash SGP on your mobile phone, hundred percent deposit match up to $100. I'll kick it off. Uh, Russell Wilson under two forty six and a half. Say it ain't rushing so. and passing yards. I mean, this 49ers defense is really good. Um, you know, Judy is banged up. Like they just seem to be really out of sync. There's not much flow in this offense. Uh, that, that feels like a lot. And he doesn't run run really anymore. So Russell Wilson under two forty six and a half feels feels like a pretty good play. Late breaking news: Jerry Judy quote: "I want to pick up where I left off. I feel great. Wants to play Sunday. Just, just I'm just you know putting the news <laughs> out there. I I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean I think he'll play. 
Cause I'm also on his, I'll just get to it. I'm also on decoy his, status, right? Yeah. That's why I'm on his under four and a half receptions. Cause I do think he plays, but I don't think he's super, super effective. Now wait, worth noting. Wilson did throw for 340 yards in Seattle, wow. which was like a kind of a crazy game script. Yeah, I think it's going to be game. a game like the, you know, <laughs> similar to what the Texans did. Texans had a good defense held in the two nineteen. He's only rushed for five yards in total this season. Um, so yeah, I, li- I like those two. Kramer, what do you got? Uh, wait, how many did you give out? Just uh, two. I'll give it. I'll just give out my third there. Uh, give me Jawan Jennings over twenty and a half receiving yards. Oh, if you remember late uh, last year, like in the playoffs, he really kind of caught um, lightning in a bottle with Jimmy G. And now that Jimmy G is back throwing the ball, I think he's going to be involved more in the game plan. He did have four for 62 that first game with Trey Lance. Uh, I, I think he's going to be involved. And I think 20 and a half, again, he's the guy that can get the over in just one play. So yeah, give me Joan Jennings over 20 and a half receiving yards. All right. Uh, so, I mean, if you go back through his it, it just regular season, last, last game against Seattle was kind of an outlier four, but then it's 62, 94, 25, 19, 28, 46. Like he, he I think he's going to be involved. All right. Sleeper just turned off. All right. So uh, I may have broken the rules a little bit. Wow. Could shocking. There could be an extra <laughs> one in here. All right. So I, I went Steph Diggs. I already gave out the reception. So this time for sleeper, I went yards 83 and a half. Cause the receptions was only six and a half here. Uh, we did McCaffrey over 38 and a half receiving yards. Talked about that earlier. Uh, seems like a, a, a cheat code versus the Saints. We're going Cole Komet under two and a half receptions, w- over two and a half. Re- when, when's he going to get see three receptions? Not in this game. <laughs> yeah, not that's in any cra- game. That's crazy that that's on there. He's not part of the like the the team is clearly sabotaging. They 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 don't want uh, Justin Fields to be successful, and the, uh, you know the coaching staff wants to move on and draft the next guy. Last one, Joe Flacco under two thirty nine and a half passing yards. Come on guys. I get it. He's uh, he's his name is at the top. But let's let's relax. This is way too many passes. So so yards. mine was a Sunday night. You you just went all all Sunday slate. I just went Sunday, yeah. Okay. Sorry. No. Were we supposed to go Sunday night? I I think according to your instructions, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, moon off. Moon off. Break the break the tie here. Well, I, I mean, it's written down, so I could be wrong. Moon off. Was it for only so- Sunday night? I thought he said first touchdowns for Sunday night. Is okay, then maybe but I, I do time. have one f- uh, for a sleeper for a Sunday night prop. Okay, great. Toss it All out. Right, there. So, so Russell Wilson, you took the under, but he's going to eventually have to throw it to someone. I think that guy is Cortland Sutton for okay, this yeah. Denver offense, especially if Judy's banged up. Yeah. Uh, so I took his over fifty-seven and a half. He's gone over this number in both uh, games so far this season. Uh, in the two weeks. I had to take David Montgomery over on his 69 and a half. I just think that number is completely wrong. I think, you know, I think he'll get close to a hundred in this game. Um, and the other one I did take Joe Mixon. I'm going to go on this under rushing yards and receiving yards combined um, of it was at a hundred and a half. Now it just dropped to 99 and a half. I just think this is going to be a game where Joe Burrows is going to be out there to Jamar chase, Tyler Boyd, T Higgins, just fling it all over the field against that secondary of the um, Jets defense. I, I don't think that Joe Mixon will be heavily involved in this game. I think that number is a little too high for my taste. So uh, those were my three. If I was going to play a Sunday night only, it would be uh, 
over on the kickers. Both are at one and a half field goals. Lock that up. Love both. I lo- love the over and field goals in Sunday night. <laughs> Just looking at the McManus over one and a half is a lock. Uh, well, yeah, goal, I mean they 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 their goal to go offense sucks. Um, yeah. I mean the only way he doesn't get it is if they they're in field goal range. They don't know whether they're gonna go for a field goal or a punt, and then they let a delay game happen <laughs> while Nathaniel Hackett is trying to think about what to do there. Uh, sleeper.com slash SGP, 100% deposit bonus up to $100. All right, Sunday night, first touchdowns. Uh, didn't get it on Thursday, but we're due. I'll give out my three, and then I'm gonna copy one of your Bronco plays. Either, okay. either, either, uh, either Moonoff or King Kramer. I will steal one of those. For me, San Francisco. I'm going Danny Gray at eighty to one. This is my fun, oh. super long shot. Uh, he's had a, he had one in preseason. I again, he seems to be a part of the offense. Jawan Jennings at twenty two to one. Again, I. He, he I, he really had a nice connection with Jimmy G. I think he's going to be a part of the offense. And then use check uh, uh, only only th- only thirty to one for a fullback, which means he actually has a shot, unlike Derek Watt. Uh, so give me use check thirty to one. Moonoff, who do you got for first touchdown on Sunday night? Yeah, I also had Kyle's use check thirty to one. Um, Might be chalky. I, <laughs> a second one. You know what? George Kittle is going to be back in this game. He's playing on Sunday, 10 to one. Um, I think that, you know, obviously him being on the field uh, is a, obviously a help to Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they've developed that chemistry. I think he can get it done uh, 10 to one. And uh, for a player on the defensive side, or sorry for the Denver Broncos, you know what? Let's go with, I'm going to get a little chalky here. Corlin Sutton, 11 to one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he does have to throw it to someone. Yeah. All right. So I, I did write down. I thought that if you wanted to, like, if if the chalk hits, it's going to be Sutton or Kittle. Like those are the obvious yeah. ones. But we're not we're not obvious motherfuckers <laughs> over here. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, you guys are we're uh, everyone probably gonna be on Kyle Usechek, and it's part of the system this week because we're just gonna play the running backs that aren't Jeff Wilson. So Jordan Mason. Guess what? You get to be the backup running back for the San Francisco 49ers this week because TDP high ankle sprain. Jordan Mason is 22 to 1. Kyle Uzcheck is 30 to 1. Fun fact Kyle Uzcheck with Jimmy G last year, third, tied for third with red zone for red zone targets after you, you guessed it, Debo Samuel and George Kittle. So uh, that's actually pretty impressive. And the pricing, even though he's a fullback still probably should be better than 30 to one Yeah. on the other side. I, look, I don't really know what to make of this team. I think <laughs> Moonoff's right to identify that Sutton is just a target hog. If Judy is not there or not healthy, Dog. but when they get down to the red zone, even though they've been horribly inefficient and they have not converted much, <laughs> they spread the ball around all the tight ends have targets. Yeah. We saw Eric, is it Sobert catch one last week? I, I gave out Eric Tomlinson. I'm going back to that well. I'm giving out both the Erics. We're playing the other tight ends that aren't Alberto and 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 aren't the uh, 
Is it Alex Beck who was the Andrew option? Beck. And, Andrew Beck. He was Beck. the he was the option quarterback on that horrible play. <laughs> oh he, yeah, I forgot he's about not, that. He's not allowed to be on my card either. So I'm going with both the Eric's. Eric Sobert, Sobert, and Eric Tomlinson. Who had the one last week? Sobert. Okay, Sobert. I'm going. I'll 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 go Tomlinson then. Sobert is no se- way. Sobert has back to Sobert has seventy to one. Tomlinson ninety to one. Let's go. Again, they're definitely going to pass the ball here. That, yeah, that's the that's the angle I'm taking. So, uh, Jordan Mason, Kyle Uzcheck, Eric Salbert, Eric Tomlinson, massive EV there. Let Russ cook. All right, uh, that was a lot of fun. Moon off. Always appreciate you calling into the show. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at SportsNerd824. The Machine got a MLB going, <laughs> propcast, NFL gambling podcast. Munaf, what was the last podcast you just recorded? Uh I I took a day off from NFL today because <laughs> I had some <laughs> other stuff going on. Uh, but my last one, I mentioned I was with Katie this morning, but uh, oh, MLB, Katie grinding along. Um, MLB was the last one, yeah. And, and I'll go, guys. Don't forget NBA right around the corner. We're cranking it up next week. I know. I almost had a, I almost had to talk to Ryan about employee evaluation when Moonoff tweeted out that he missed the NBA. It's like, what are you doing, Moonoff? We got the, we got so don't, you're like Colby the, wanting the, to preview 363 college basketball teams. The it's spring week three. There, yeah, wait till April. That's when we can talk NBA. Uh, NBA. Hey, we got to give the DJs what they want. Exactly. Regular season <laughs> NBA action. Fill those gaps in Tuesday, Wednesday. It crushes me, but it does seem like people enjoy NBA. Ryan, it's the National Basketball Association. You guys got to start doing that. It on doesn't your even. Show. It doesn't even. Instead of the National Football League, it doesn't flow as well. <laughs> it really National is the National Betting Association. <laughs> there you go. You know. NBA. All right. Well, thanks, Moonoff. Appreciate your time. And you uh, before we get to Sam, let's uh, shout out the Elias Sports Bureau. That's right. The Elias Sports Bureau and the Elias Game Plan app, the newly launched Elias Game Plan app. There is a ton of uh, good nuggets on the Elias Game Plan app. Again, it's great for betting, it's great for fantasy. Uh, they even have like survivor picks if for some reason you're still involved. In that uh, survivor pool scam, uh, I really love the way they break out like the different scenarios. Like, hey, uh, in the in the Patriots Raven game, what if the Patriots get their offense going? Here's what that would look like. Uh, great nugget on Lamar Jackson. Um, Ravens quarterback had a mightily impressive game again, 318 yards while running for another 119 on the ground. Uh, that was uh, Jackson's second career game with 300 plus pass yards. And a hundred plus rush yards. Ryan, guess how many other quarterbacks have ever recorded one such game? Three. You nailed it. Three. Can you name one of the three? No. We talk about all three of these guys a lot, actually. Uh I don't know. Russell Wilson. Okay. Josh Allen. Oh, all right. And one one who's uh I don't think he's still in the league. He occasionally will get kicked around if he might come back. Guess that guy. Fitzpatrick. No. Cam Newton. Oh, stop. That, I would never have associated <laughs> Cam Newton with coming back again. Uh, so the Elias game plan app, again, tons of great information nuggets. You just saw me fire it open, and that's how easy it is to find. Uh, the Elias game plan app, download it. Use our promo code SGPN15. Get 15% off your annual subscription, E L I A S. And think how much time you waste on your phone. Put it to good use, making you a smarter, better SGPN 15 in the Elias 
game plan app. Last but not least, run your pool VIP. That's right. We got a uh, brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books plus exclusive access to real money pools. Uh, they have a guaranteed $100,000 payout for the season long contest. They have exclusive data to help you with your weekly picks, premium content like in depth guides for how to dominate your pools, and exclusive swag. The top line is here. If you're a serious sports fan, you need Run Your Pool VIP. Just go to runyourpool.com slash VIP. Use a promo code SGPN VIP. Get 50% off your first month. That is runyourpool.com slash VIP. Promo code SGPN VIP. Joining us on the line, he is the founder of promoguide.us, Mr. Sam Walkis. What's happening, Sam? Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Appreciate it. Now, uh, last time we talked to you, unfortunately, you were going to the uh, Michigan State. Washington game uh, did not break uh, break the right way for Michigan State. How was how was the game overall? I, obviously, minus the 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 result on the field. I tell you what, I, I said before, Michael Penix, that guy from Indiana, he yeah, absolutely owned us in the Big Ten, and he didn't miss a beat this time either. So uh, the game wasn't great, but I was impressed with that stadium. Man, they they showed out. It was loud the, from the very beginning. So. It's sometimes it's better to lose. You just get punched in the mouth, and you're like, "Well, let's just enjoy it now." <laughs> yeah, let's just. It, yeah, at some point, it just switches over to a party. I had the similar experience when I went and watched the Eagles play in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, very early on, the game was like, "All right, they're not going to win this game. I'm just going to try and enjoy this uh, Las Vegas Raiders stadium." <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up the uh, 12 sack McNabb game when you almost lost never. your life at giant stadium. But <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I think we might've seen some uh, pictures of Sam passed out in uh, an airport, <laughs> yeah. a lot of Michigan state fans getting shamed after just the absolute <laughs> ass. I mean, this is the classic, like you went out to pack 12 country and you said, Hey, this isn't so bad out here. <laughs> Maybe we should stay up a little later and watch these guys. All I could think about when I was watching the game is you telling me how Michael Penix was <laughs> yes, going to roll. You did really nail that. <laughs> and me regretting not just loading up on any prop I could buy. I, I tell you what, I I didn't put as much on it as I was going to. I was thinking about this, like this guy's really going to rip my heart out again, and he did. But I, I, I lost a little bit, but. I don't know if you watched that. We almost got the sneaky backdoor cover in there. Yeah, though. no, it's it started coming. Uh, you guys started making it a game there, kind of late. Um, got got kind of close. Yeah, to your point. Now Michigan State this week, you guys oh. are a home dog uh, against Minnesota. More I, boats coming. More boats in the situation. <laughs> Last week it was sailgating. This week it's it's the coach annoyingly the, rowing yes, his boat down, rowing down the boat the down to uh, Michigan State there. Uh, right now, win bet has them plus three, minus one hundred five. I actually like Michigan State here as a home dog in a bounce back spot against the Gophers. What's your What's your take as a as a fan on uh, Sparty this week? Well, I'm I'm a sucker for a home dog, so this is lining up perfect. Um, I don't know, dog. man. the The defense was <laughs> non-existent, so I don't know. PJ Fleck can dial up some some RPOs and take advantage of that. We'll We'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll be on the Spartans, of course, but I don't know if I'm going to put that one out. To <laughs> that, that won't be that one might not be an official play. And just reminder uh, to the creative team: if we could get Sean's head removed from the PJ oh, Fleck yes. row your boat, I was on Photoshop, it. please. Oh, no. no longer part of the team. Just leave me and Colby on with the random dude. I, I like the team overall. I just think this is a great bounce back spot after that 
after a tough loss, you come home for a Big Ten game as a home dog. Like this is, you know, it's textbook. I was, I was gonna football. switch my pick if Sam was confident. I didn't see a lot of confidence <laughs> there though. So well, he just got burned in person, so it's hard to go all in after you after you after you're watching it uh, right there with your own eyes. Uh, how about the Lions though? Your Lions, of course, Michigan team. Uh, they nice win for the Lions. Uh, what do you, what do you make of the Lions' offense so far this season? Tell you what, man, I'm in St. Brown. The couple oh, people were high on him. You know, held the word out of camp. Everyone looks like Kelvin Johnson around here, but he's been good, man. I, he's, I don't know. I don't think they're going to pull off the upset, but I think that spread being under seven uh, kind of surprised me a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, again, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's certainly pretty high. Um, now, now, as far as like stuff you guys give out on the site and kind of your system for coming up with stuff, do you, do you, uh, does your system, your picks or, or, you know, that kind of everything you put into it, is it mostly sides, totals, player props, or again, since you guys are shopping around, finding the best promos, find the best deals. Is it kind of just, Hey, this is, this is what they're giving us as a promo. Let's see if we can find an edge. Uh, what, what's kind of, kind of curious on the process there. Yeah. So sometimes it does kind of feel like we're at the mercy of the sports books. Like what better are they going to boost? Sometimes you hope it's not the lions of course, but I mean, they, <laughs> they come out, they come out day of the game and we're line shopping. We're calculating stuff all day. So um, one thing that did stand out, it was on, uh, I think it was on points, but Vikings team total under 28 and a half. I think it was at like plus plus one twenty five or something. That was something that the, the process we go through is spit out that as a play. So um, we're going to take the the Vikings team total under 28 and a half. That's Ooh. one that I really liked. Um, but yeah, as far as just what we're playing, I mean, we do do some stuff on the side, but it's generally just numbers, numbers, numbers. So, yeah. well, and la- yeah. last week you, you tipped us to the idea that the Thursday night game, there were some promos out there where if one team got up by a touchdown, you cash out worked out pretty nice. Some, sometimes it really doesn't matter how the game's going. I mean, you're, the lions are a great example of that, right? Dan Campbell, four, 14 and one straight up 13 and six ATS baby. So who really cares? They, if yeah. Lions are really great uh, against the spread. It'll be interesting to see if the market kind of adjusts to the, to, to the lions because they kind of were for a team that's historically been this bad. It was, it was interesting. I think the hard knocks gave them a bump. Uh, they have a lot of guys that yeah. are like fantasy worthy. And I think those two things have almost turned this lions into a public team. It'll be Oops. interesting to see if the lines start adjusting, but right now this doesn't, I mean, they're catching, what did you say? Seven points right yeah, now I for mean, a division game. Close. That seems, I mean, that seems way too high. Who knew football guys knew about the spread? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, now, now uh, my, my next question is like, as far as uh, the process itself. Did you, did you do a lot of research and then start playing, uh, you know, building your model or, you know, I think people always ask us like, how do you build a model? What is a model? Um, <laughs> so just some basic questions. Like if someone was trying to kind of build their own system, what would be some like basic building blocks for handicapping for them? Yeah. So the first thing you want is just a ton, a ton of data. Yeah. So you, you got to go back baseball reference. My buddy's got a really good baseball model. Um, you just got to go back, download all that. Obviously spreadsheets. If you're, 
if you're into that, it helps a whole lot to kind of get it on in <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh-oh. That was for Is Kramer. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just that it's just from that Simpsons episode, uh Homer calling people nerds. I, Anytime Ryan <laughs> mentions spreadsheets, I gotta drop the nerds. Personally, out of I'm a fan of spreadsheets, so thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> He's team so, spreadsheet. Uh, I got I got quite the bet tracker. I, I spent a whole lot of time on that. It oh man. You uh, and you and Ryan, you guys just get a shared Google uh, Drive going and just show off. I mean, you want to see some fucking conditional formatting? I'll show you some conditional yeah. fucking formatting. The, the angry, what, are what are you doing after this? Yeah, <laughs> guys, meet up, trade some sheets. The maddest I've seen Ryan get in like um, the past couple of months was like when we suggested adjusting the college football pick tracker spreadsheet that we use. And he's like. I, I I set it all up and now we're changing things. What are you doing to me? <laughs> so Same he appreciates a good picture. spreadsheet. Sam understands when the product team isn't <laughs> capturing requirements properly. So so you start with you, obviously you a, access for that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so you start with big data set and you know, football reference, obviously a good one. There's a there's a bunch of other good data sets out there. Um yeah. and then do you is it you're just like trying different things until you find a good formula that works. Do you, do you back test it first? Like what kind of walk people through the, uh, through the process? I think they're kind of curious. So kind of the main thing we'd like to look for line discrepancies. So if one book uh, pinnacle is one that's been pretty well trusted throughout the years, Um, some of these U S books, they're maybe a little more new. They, they might put out a line that's just two, three points off. Yeah. That's something we kind of hammer right away. Um, But as far as day of the game, we like to kind of see kind of a consensus odds. What is, what do most books feel about something? Um, and then if maybe for usually it's a boost, so that would kind of become an outlier. If that is something that stands out against a bunch of the different books or the market as a whole, um, we kind of put that into our formula. It tells us how many units to bet. Um, and that's something that's been it's been profitable over 20 months in a row. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it, but uh, at the end of the day, it's worth it. Yeah, no, that's certainly, certainly a nice run. Um, I'm interested to see, like, do you get, how much do you guys, you said like what the books like, what they don't like. I know one of the most heavily lopsided sides, at least, um, you know, as we're taping, this is everyone seems to be on the chiefs lane, six and a half lane, seven, um, you know, they know like us that Matt Ryan uh, is, is on, you know, he's, he's falling off the cliff, but then you look at the Colts and it's like, this is, I mean, they are in an extreme desperation. They go to zero and three, their season's done and they're catching what? Like 10% of the money, 5% of the money. Do you guys, do you guys look at betting splits as well? When you're saying like the, what the books like, what they don't like, or do you wait until the books adjust the line? If you if you know what I'm saying, because it, it feels like me that that the books are okay taking this position on on the Chiefs laying six and a half. Yeah, it's it's definitely something to be wary about. Like you know, people say fade the public, fade the line movement. Um, that's something that you got to keep in mind. But at the end of the day, we do kind of just go off the numbers. So there might there might be a time or two where the numbers say to bet. Maybe it's a small play recommended and. You're like, ah, well, I'm a little wary of that. So maybe instead of a small play, you just call it a pass. Um, but like, like I, I like to say, everything's factored into the line, and if that's what it is at the time, and the numbers say to play it, usually that's something I'll do. Yeah, 
So not, you know, cause yeah, I mean, obviously the public does win some of the time. It's not, it's not just that easy. It's just, right. it is always scared being on a side that is that lopsided for the public. And because I do have the data because yes. I am a spreadsheet guy, <laughs> I would know and be able to tell you that the less popular side this year, yeah, 2011 and one. Okay, there you ATS. go. Not not a uh, not a bad way to approach Paid the it. public, Sean. What about college football, uh, NFL? Is there anything you guys are already on or looking to give out? Like, what what are some early thoughts here for football this weekend? Yeah, so a lot of the times, um, so if I put something on Twitter, a lot of times the the line will move quite a bit. So something that was a value play would then become kind of minus EV. Yeah. Um, so that's where. A couple months back, I started a, a little private Discord group. Um, I'll post something there. The the play uh, survives a little longer, as, as I like to say. Um, it gets nerfed pretty quickly on Twitter. But um, one thing that did just pop up, um, we got Notre Dame team total, which I don't know if you want to bet on that offense right now, but <laughs> over, over 27 really? and a half didn't just pop up at plus one Oh five. So that's something on DraftKings that we're playing. Um, like I said, it goes, it goes so quick throughout the week that um, well, and, and I guess that, I mean, you know, just eye test that makes sense going up against UNC's defense, which led well, up, like, what did they let up to app state? Like 56 points or something. So yeah. even, even, even Notre Dame might be able to get healthy against UNC. Yeah. Um, so no, yeah. you need a quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> that does seem to be uh, Notre Dame's issue, right? I, now. I don't know if I want to bet on any of the situational <laughs> Notre Dame quarterbacks at this point. What about uh, a, I used to? So I'm in Southwest Michigan here, pretty close to South Bend, and all my former students when I was a teacher, they were all Notre Dame fans. So I would always, I would always kind of try to bet at the, bet on them to have some common interest there. But I don't, I don't like Notre Dame personally. <laughs> Not a big, uh, not a big Notre Dame guy. What about, uh, what about for the NFL? Anything, anything jumping out at you already, or maybe just personally, you're you're looking to get down, or maybe something you already you already bet earlier in the week here. Yeah, I think that I don't know. After two weeks, there's really such a small sample size. You like to see like the overreaction spots, you know. I I, I hate to say it here, but it might be time to look at fading the Eagles here. Oh, think, how dare you! <laughs> I, I tell you, I, I like the Kelly green though. I'm not going oh, to lie. Thank I gotta, you. Yeah. Go they're they're bringing that. that back. Yeah. No, I mean yeah. the Eagles on a short week huh. going on the road, mm. uh, division favorite. Those are always scary things, even as a fan. Yeah. I mean, I think I do kind of like the lines this week, not to win, but to cover the spread. Obviously the Vikings just got walloped by your Eagles. So we'll see if they bounce back. It, it does feel like a, it might be, you know, there's a lot of division dogs uh, to get you look at this. If you look at the slate this, this week and, and you are a, someone who's been doing this for a little while feels a little bit like there's a bunch of pedestrians on the train tracks about to get <laughs> murdered by a freight train known as the book. This is just, we're going to be talking about a bloody Sunday. I think <laughs> you, can, certain, you, guys, you guys think, I think I I think you're looking at a lot of situations where the home team is the less popular team is also the team catching more points than they would have been in the preseason number. So a lot of, you know, a lot of variables to take there, but sometimes the public overweights like the one game they've seen versus the 
preseason projection, for example. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of juicy division dogs, with the notable exception <laughs> of the Washington Commanders, because you got Jalen Hurts coming in there, lighting the world on fire. If Carson Wentz beats <laughs> Jalen Hurts, yeah, I think oh. we have to suspend the rare breed oh. chain for a week. No, I don't. I'm not even allowing my brain to factor that in <laughs> as a possibility. Uh, Carson Wentz will look good. He'll make some great plays. Have a couple deep balls. And then he'll also just hang in the pocket way too long, fumble it, throw. No. My goal is if we can get to one left-handed throw, uh, we can get the win <laughs> and the cover. So I think as Eagles fans, just gotta force one left-handed throw, and uh, we're we're good. Uh, what about doesn't your? It, doesn't it feel like forever ago he was in Philly? Well, it is crazy because he's now on his third team. Uh, <laughs> that that Colts uh, run was just so so quick. Um, yeah. And he, he really crashed and burned, and and the Colts have just looked so bad. Uh, they they really have to figure something out. We'll see if they do Sunday. Speaking of of football Saturday, football Sundays. I know you're in there, uh, you know Southwest Michigan. Do you have a do you have a setup at your place? Do you go to like a specific sports bar? Like walk us through your uh, weekend routine of watching the games. Yeah. So when my Spartans are in town, I'm I'll be there. I've had season tickets since high school, so. Saturday, I try to try to get up early, get all the plays out of the way. Uh, <laughs> then I head up to the alma mater and have a few beverages. Uh, but Sundays, I got I got a couple TVs in the living room, a couple different things set up. Uh, sit down, be a bum, watch football. That sounds like something you mean yes. working. It, as as <laughs> working. an older as working. an older yeah, exactly as an older guy, I need to train the younger folks like. Let's stop calling it watching football on Sunday, guys. We're working. We're observing. We're collect. Our supercomputers are collecting data that we plan on using for our investment resources in the future. If we start calling it work collectively, we can get our these 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 people off our back, aka these women in our life. These women in our life. They'll start understanding it's a goddamn grind. Doing research, sweetie. I'm a work. I'm a workaholic. Okay. I'm not a dick. hours. What are you still doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we or, got the late game. Uh, yeah. It, after dark. <laughs> what do you mean? Two Monday night games. It is funny when I come home. Cause we got the, we got like the eight TV set up here at the office and a bar. So, you know, again, I'm a workaholic. I'm not going to leave the office, come home. I'm exhausted. My wife's like, why are you so tired? I'm going cause of the stress of 12 hours of football. What do you want me See, to say? If we put our suits on and we, and we hopped on the floor of wall street for 12 hours, we would be heroes. Sean. Yeah. But instead we're we just need- smut. We're just bums who are peddling <laughs> cryptocurrencies and gambling yeah. away our children's future. We need uh, I need, uh, I need, I, I think we need to do is just wear a shirt and tie. <laughs> When we go to the office to watch games and then come home with it like loose and, com- <laughs> and re- yeah, really have that uh, that look that we're putting in all the off all the hours. The natural yeah. question is how much did you lose? Yes, exactly. No, my wife knows better than to ask. <laughs> Eagles lost today. We're just not going to talk about it. Yeah, uh, she know. I, I basically it's just hey, if I had a really awesome weekend, I'll definitely tell her about it. And then otherwise, it's just how are the games? Fine. They were fine. One of you. One of yes, few. exactly. When you pick every game against the spread, there's uh, usually a couple winners in there. Um, no, you're but expl- yeah, they're explaining data and outlier weeks. <laughs> yeah, regression is coming, uh, uh, sweet wife. All right. Well, Sam, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you chopping it up. If you're not over on PromoGuy.us already, I don't know what you're doing. You're missing out. Also, give them a follow on Twitter. Tons of a. Uh, 
great nuggets, free plays are always sprinkling in there at promo guy MI. And then of course the website promo guy.us. Sam, uh, appreciate the time and uh, best of luck to Michigan State this Saturday. Thanks, fellas. We need it. <laughs> All right, take it easy, man. Shout out to Sam. And again, make sure to check out promo guy.us. Sunday kickoff show, pregame show, taking your calls, 9 a.m. Pacific postgame show. We'll start after the late game whenever we uh, get around to it. Seems like it's starting around nine, Ryan, Pacific time for you uh, late night DJ. Like Eight thirty nine, somewhere yeah, in that in that range. range. Depends how long the game goes. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Get in there so you can call up. We'll answer your questions, rant and rave, uh, throw someone in the locker on the postgame show. It's always a lot of fun. And remember, the SGPN store uh, doing a twenty uh, percent off from now until Tuesday. Use that promo code NFC Beast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Also exclusive to the Discord, I will write down my first half parlay. I will only speak it on the pregame okay. show, but I will write it down in Discord. I like it. Okay. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, have a great weekend. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride. 